Hey, everybody, Matt Middlestad here, and welcome to another No Agent Left Behind podcast. Excited to be here with you this morning and hope you're having a fantastic day and enjoying the real estate market out there. This podcast is for all the agents out there to make sure that you're not left behind. And uh, we've got a special uh, uh, podcast today that's going to talk about uh, new builds versus resell. All right. And so I've got my compadres here, Josh Parker and Brian Armstrong. Um, and we're just going to have an open discussion about, you know, what's going on in the market with new builds versus resales. And so, you know, Brian, I'd love Brian Armstrong to uh, open us up here today because he's he's got about four or five years experience in the new builds. Uh, he worked for a new home builder before he got his real estate license. And uh, we're just going to go around Robin here, gentlemen, and figure out, uh, you know, uh, what's going on? Because we're seeing a lot of crazy stuff going on between new builds versus the resale. So, Brian, I'll kind of throw it up for you for your opening thoughts, brother. Hey, Matt, thanks. Um, so the reason I, you know, I want to discuss new builds, you know, I have a listing right now. And, and you guys, as we were talking earlier, we all have a couple listings that are they're sitting there. And, uh, you know, they happen to be close by new construction sites. And so it's very hard to compete with the builders when the builders are throwing everything in the kitchen sink into their offers. Um, you know, it's hard to beat that right now, you know, for buyers. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Matt? Yeah, man, I would totally 100% agree with that. You know, I've got a listing in, uh, Kyle, Texas, uh, and, uh, I think it's properly priced, but, uh, you know, I had a agent that showed the house and I always ask the agent after they showed, you know, what do you think? And the agent said, Hey, listen, you know, there's, uh, a house down the street in the neighborhood, you know, that's a, a Lennar home and it's about the same square footage. Uh, it's a little bit more than yours, but you know, they're also, you know, buying down the rate and, you know, uh, getting it lower for them. So the amount that they would pay would be the same as they would pay for yours, but they're getting new. And I'm like, man, how do I compete with that? You know? And so these builders are giving the kitchen sink to everybody. And so you have to be very, very, um, precise on how you're pricing out the home and also how you're marketing the home as well to be able to get those buyers as those interest rates keep on creeping up. So that's kind of the tough situation that, you know, we're in with uh, resales. Um, what I think is, is I think that the new builds, you know, they have the advantage, they have the upper hand right now because they can throw that money that the sellers can't throw. Like my sellers, they can't throw the money towards these buyers right now. The they don't have the capital to be able to do that. So um, you've got to increase your marketing efforts. You got to wide, wide range your marketing efforts uh, to be able to help your sellers sell that house for the amount of money that they're wanting to get. And you've got to create some unique selling propositions for that house. Why would somebody buy this house that was built in 2004? Okay. Versus buying something that was built in 2023. Um, you know, so that's kind of what we're doing. Josh, what do you think, man? What, what's going on in, in your neck of the woods? You know, I've, I've sold a few new homes here recently, and the major deciding factor was the interest rate. Um, you know, price comparatively to some of the resale homes that we, that we looked at. But at the end of the day, you know, because of what happened during the COVID times and the interest rates dropping to twos and threes, it really messed with people's minds on what is the new norm 
And I mean, let's face it, those interest rates we'll never see again. And I think it was absolutely terrible to go down that low because it created a bottleneck of, of homes out there. Sellers don't want to sell right now because they're stuck in that interest rate. And home prices jumped up so much across the country that it really threw this bottleneck into the into the market. And so, you know, what I've talked to some of these builders and what they're doing is they're spending a large sum of money to essentially buy the interest rate down. So I, I talked to one the other day and, you know, they had spent money in order to have their lender be able to provide a 5.75 interest rate where we're up in the high sixes, almost 7% normally. So, you know, when you're talking a whole percent on four or $500,000 house over the course of 30 years, you're talking a lot of money and people are recognizing that. So, you know, on resales, I think we have to explain to the seller that you have to price this according, especially if you're in an area that there are a lot of new construction homes going up. And look, maybe if you're in an area that doesn't have new construction, you don't have that competition. You don't have that fear of what these builders are, are doing to get the interest rates down. But if you are, you have to make your deal presentable to that type of buyer. And, you know, whether it's maybe you don't come off the price of the home as much, but you offer 10, 12 grand towards a rate buy down or a three, two, one buy down so that it does drop the interest rates two or three points and you open yourself up. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Yeah. And I, I also think that, uh, you know, when you go to list a house, most of the time you're looking at the comps of the resales, but what you have to do right now in this type of market, especially if you have a bunch of new builds around you is you have to go out and you have to know your new home builders and what they're pricing before you list the home. And when you go into your listing presentation, you need to be able to explain to the sellers, Hey, listen, I want to let you know, there's this neighborhood here, this neighborhood here, this neighborhood here, same square footage house. This is the cost here, but here's what the builder's doing because you can go in and ask these builders, what incentives do you have? And let's say they have a 2,300 square foot house. And this happened to me with my listing and I didn't do a good enough job of researching the new home builders, but I'm learning my lesson here. And I want the agents out there to know this because the last thing you want to do is prepare a listing, do all the work, pay for the pictures, everything, and then have the listing sitting there because of your competition. And that's what I'm experiencing right now with my house is because I didn't go out and research the new home builders and find out, okay, well, listen, their 2,300 square foot house and my 2,300 square foot house, mine was built in 2004. Theirs was built in 2023. They're offering this buy down on the rate at five something where my clients are going to be in the sevens. If somebody buys this house, because there is no rate buy down, what's the difference in the payment there? What are they going to choose versus mine? And so you got to do a little bit of research on the new build before you list that home. That way, when you go to have that conversation, your clients are already prepared up front that, hey, this might happen. And listen, maybe we need to put bring it down to this price so that we actually can be competitive. And I think it's uh, it's one of those things that we're going to be dealing with for a little while because I honestly don't think that the interest rates are going to go down, especially uh, through through the end of the year. I think they're going to go up a little bit more. 
Um, I think that maybe next year uh, they, they will start to drop down a little bit more because we're going into an election year and people will want to, uh, you know, they have their agendas and they'll want to, you know, lower those prices down. I think that that always happens. Um, but uh, so, yeah, you got to prepare. And then, then the other thing I, I'd like to discuss with you guys on the new builds, especially for the agents listening here is, you know, on top of resales, I think, and I've always been told is follow where the money's going. If the money is going towards the new home builders, then why aren't you marketing the new home builders? Yes, take care of your resales, but start putting some of your marketing efforts into the new home builders because they are the ones with the upper hand right now. And guess what? You don't have to compete with anybody. You just have to market and get the buyer for the new home build house. So what are y'all's thoughts on that? I, I agree. I mean, I think it's one of those things that, you know, understanding your market and understanding what options are out there. If you are in a, a newer built part of town or you have a lot of new builds going on, understanding what incentives they're offering because, you know, as you're doing social media, as you're marketing, as you're doing your day in, day out routine of looking for buyers, you have an opportunity to, to promote that. You know, it's easy to go to the neighborhoods and meet the salespeople at those builders and figure out exactly what they're offering. And most of the time, they're not going to care if you market for them because it brings them in the door. You know, I've got two sold in a closeout neighborhood and they were offering crazy incentives. So I got a new buyer in front of me and guess where I took him? To that neighborhood because I knew I could get some huge incentives and you know we were able to make an offer on the house and we we got the house down seventy thousand dollars still had twelve grand in cl closing cost or rate buy down whatever they wanted and you know I look like the hero yeah absolutely and 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 ladies and gentlemen watching this. Um, and real estate agents from all over. I think sometimes we forget about the new home builds and, and how they can be so lucrative and meaning that, you know, you can build a massive pipeline. Um, even if it's, let's just say, you know, you go in and there's, you know, a three, four month wait or whatever, right. Uh, to, to get into a house, maybe there's not an inventory house, start building that pipeline up. Okay. To where houses just start dropping as time goes on. And uh, literally, I think that's where the money has moved right now. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever read the book, uh, Who Moved My Cheese? I think it's Who Moved My Cheese. But uh, yeah, no, you need to watch it. Uh, Brian's shaking his head. He's like, no, no, I've never heard of that, man. No, it's, uh, it's who, I think it's Who Moved My Cheese. Uh, Josh will look it up and make sure I, I, I did that correctly. Oh. But, but here's, here's the deal. The cheese have been, in my opinion, has been moved to the new build communities. So start going out there and prospecting them and start uh, building relationships with those reps and start doing some uh, some marketing on, pick a floor plan, do some marketing on it, start to create some buyer activity and definitely go out there and, and capture that market because they're your friend right now because shoot, I mean, what's guys, what's a, what's an interest rate right now for a, a resale or a regular buyer right now? Is it 7%? Close to seven. Yeah, close to close 7%. To, close to 7%. I mean, I'm not a mathematician, but a five point something 
versus a seven percent is a lot of money, right? You can get yeah, a lot yeah. more house. Yeah, yeah we, some builders are doing three point nine nines. Some builders are doing you know four point nine nines. It's crazy. We just got a a new client, and she she's got stellar credit, great income, and she's at seven and a quarter. Yeah, guys, seven and a quarter was two thousand and three when I got into this industry. That was a good credit score. You know what I mean? So, um, but homes back then were a lot less money. You know, I, I've talked about this before when my dad bought his first house, it was, uh, in like 88, uh, in Cedar park area. And it was like, um, he spent 88 grand for the house, but the interest rate was like uh, 14%. Well, I mean, could you imagine a 14% interest rate nowadays? Like you wouldn't be able to buy anything with a, I mean, barely anything with a 14. So it's all relative based on the, on the price. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the higher they get the, um, the, the less house you can actually purchase. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where, um, I think that, uh, if you have a resale, you're also going to have to do more, way more than just putting a sign on the ground and hope and a pray, right? Hope and pray. Like at the end of the day, um, I like to do what we call is the 14% gap where there's a 14% gap that real estate agents never meet uh, when they're listing a house um, because we're trained to do these things, put a sign on the ground. Basically from there, what we do is we put it on the MLS, it goes to the sites, and then maybe we do a little bit of social media marketing, but what are you doing actively to go out and, you know, canvas the neighborhood, uh, door knock, things like that. You're going to have to work really, 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 really hard to be able to find a buyer for that house in, in our market. Now, some of you might be listening to this and Josh, we were discussing before you said in other markets, the, the, the houses are flying off the, off the hip. And, you know, here in the Austin market, you know, we went up crazy. I mean, uh, during the pandemic, I mean, I remember uh, putting an offer on a house 100 grand over and not winning the offer because somebody came in at 150 over. So mm -hmm. the the pl prices were so inflated, and I don't know what you guys think caused that here in the area. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with people moving from different states and a lot of money coming in. Um, but what are y'all's thoughts on that? Man, I think uh, people saw what Elon Musk did in Silicon Valley. And uh, when he moved from there to here, it was just the right mixture uh, of interest rates being low. A lot of Californians moving here, investors seeing dollar signs in real estate. And, uh, you know, the most of the buyers that I was working with back then were investors. Those are the ones that had the hundred to $200,000, you know, over to, you know, I guess over asking to throw down or, and or cash. Um, and so the investors are the ones who inflated it, um, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, another thing on the new builds is, is, you know, I noticed like I was looking at my listing in, in Kyle, you know, and I was looking at, you know, prices of some homes that have sold. And if you've got a listing that, you know, I, I, I remember back in the day, like, client would ask me, Hey, do you think I should put in some, some new floors or things of that nature? I'd be like, no, it's not going to matter. Right. But yeah. something like new floors or something of that nature, if they have the money in the wiggle room, you know, that can make a difference. And as I look at the, 
other listings that sold. Um, just to give you an example, you know, um, back in uh, in May, a house that was built in 2004 on 0.16 of a lot, 1,836 square feet, sold for 350, or actually listed for 315 and sold for 306. All right, sold for 306, which is 172 dollars a square feet. Um, and then since that house uh, was sold. Uh, this is within the last 90 days. There's another house, the same square footage built in 2005, um, 1822 square feet, bigger lot, listed for 315, and it's been on the market for 18 days. Um, and then my house, which is 2362, uh, built in 2004, um, at $152 a square feet, which is lower basically than those other houses for square footage, has been sitting for 30 days. And then this other house that's the exact same floor plan, just smaller lot than mine. Mine's on 0.25. Yep. He's listed for 349000 Um, It's been on the market for 43 days. So I think there might be a point where some people have to, you know, maybe do a few more upgrades than what we had to do to be able to compete with that and make sense for them to go with that versus the, you know, new build at the end for of the sure. day. For sure. They're wanting to those type of homes are wanting to attract a buyer that's wanting to live there, right? Um, investors aren't going to pay the full price. You know, they, the investors don't care about the builder grade. They're looking for the builder grade. Um, if they have the means to do so, you know, put those upgrades in there and see what happens. Um, I mean, that's kind of what I, what I think. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, uh, even, even, uh, I think at the end of the day, it's about the perception of the buyer, you know, mm -hmm. when they walk in and they see, okay, well, this still has, you know, linoleum versus the new build has that. If they went in and they put in some wood floors, that wood floor, that perception of the house when they first walk in gives them that perception of paying that dollar amount for it um, yep. versus going with uh, the, the new build. So I just sure. think we have to get very, very, um, precise on these these listings and on the resales and making sure that we know that what our competition is um and, and from there um being able to you know have a knockout punch you know i mean it's like knowing you're you know in any type of sport knowing knowing what they're going to be doing watching the tape right you know if you talk, if you think about football teams what do they do they watch a lot of tape right well, what are you doing in watching a lot of tape, which would be watching the, looking at the MLS, studying your new home builders, things of that nature, and making sure that you know what's going on so that at the end of the day, you're able to basically sell that house. Um, because if you don't sell the house, then somebody else is going to sell it that has that, that that's gone out and done the investigation and done their work on it. Um, but you got to pull out all the stops on the resales right now, especially in our area. So, um, Josh, any other thoughts on, uh, on what we've been talking about? No, I mean, I, th I think you nailed it on the head. You have to be informed. You have to be educated and, and treat it as a, a career, treat it as your business, because if you're not, you're going to fall behind. And that's why we're seeing so many agents, you know, give up their license. You know, if you're not educating yourself daily, if you're not working on your craft and you're not knowledgeable on the market, good luck. You know, I, I, I hate 
seeing people go, well, you know, I've kind of been a part-time realtor for the last few years. I've sold a couple here or there. I really want to know what it takes to get into it. Well, know your market. The only way to do this business and treat it as a business and quit having people think that realtors are a bunch of lazy people and are overpaid is to treat it as a business. Yeah. Yeah. I always say this. If you treat it like a hobby, you get paid like a hobby. If you treat it like a business, you get paid like a business. Okay. Now I, I will tell this for all the experienced agents out there that are watching this. Okay. This is the time to eat up the market while the other agents are dropping like flies. Now we started this podcast to help the agents make sure that the flies stop dropping. Right. But uh, at the end of the day, um, as an experienced agent, you have an opportunity to come out of uh, this shift in the market and come way ahead if you go out and double uh, and triple the work that you're putting in. Um, if you're a new agent out there, um, what I would do is I would start going where the money is. And I think right now the new builds is where I would be prospecting and marketing their houses. Because if you think about it, how easy is it to sell a new build? You don't have to do any paperwork. You literally just have to bring the buyer. So literally your only job is to find the buyer for the new build. And these new builds, they look fantastic. They're clean. You can go in, you can shoot video. You can go in and, you know, market yourself as the new home realtor, right? Create a brand around it, right? What, where the money's at right now, where you can get a five, five and, you know, 6% or whatever kind of crazy stuff they're throwing at you and closing costs and refrigerators and washers and dryers or whatever, market yourself as that expert. Okay. And, and, and go out and be like, Hey, listen, you know, Hey, my, my name's, my name's Matt. Um, I'm a new home specialist. And let me tell you over here at, you know, Serenata, they are giving you 10,000 in closing cost and buying the rate down to a 5.5. But guess what else they've got? They've got floor plans ranging from this to this. And hey, let, look at this video, right? Being known as that new home guy until the money moves, right? And you can make a lot of money while you're doing it. So that's an easy way to prospect for free, okay? And get those new home buyers that are coming out and get them under contract really, really quick. And Brian, I don't know if you've seen this, but are the new home builders offering uh, commission uh, incentives and things like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Meritage over in Hodo is doing 5% right now and rate buy downs and closing costs. What I mean, think, think about 5%, guys. That's like selling, that's like selling two new, new resales yep. at, at, you know, at, at five, almost two new resales at 5%. I mean, that's, those are great commissions um, that you can go out and, and market. Are you guys seeing any uh, luxury homes? Are those are in, in new home builds? I mean, so I'm, uh, I'd like to deal with a lot of Perry and Coventry and Highlands. Those are kind of my three favorite that I deal with. I guess the the franchise luxury homes. Um, Perry's doing thirty thousand off. Um, if you you can either take it off for the lending side or take it off the price of the home, and then you could have a free refinance up to three years. And so I've seen you know Highland Homes I think was doing a rate buy down on certain. Uh, inventory homes and, and closing costs on inventory homes. The ones that have been sitting are the ones they're offering more incentives on. If it's a to be built, obviously you're not going to get as much. 
What what about this, guys? I mean, these are just some thoughts that are running my through my head. Like, you know, uh, r- real estate agents, you know, uh, some of them will do, you know, uh, YouTube channels where they, they go and they talk about the market. They talk about this. What if you created a YouTube channel that was just branded towards new home builds in, the, in, the, in whatever area you're in? And all you did was put content about new home builds and specials. I mean, there's, I mean, Josh, you could agree with me. There's, there's more content on new builds than we could even come up with, you know, whether it be, you know, incentives, whether it be neighborhood, whether it be amenities and things like that. You create a channel, whether it be YouTube or TikTok or whatever, and you just pound the heck out of that thing until you get buyers. And then you're known as the new home build person in that area. Right. That's what I would do. You know what I mean? And, and literally what I would do is I would pick one neighborhood and be the expert in that neighborhood. Just like if you were going to farm a neighborhood for listings, be the expert in that neighborhood, pick one that's close around your area. And every single day you go in there and you market their homes, you go in there, you bring some donuts for the salespeople. They know who you are. They know you have passion about that neighborhood, those amenities. Let's say they've got a playscape, right? Okay, let's say they got a playscape and a pool or whatever. Ask them if you can take your kid to the playground and, you know, show them, do some video with that. Like, show them that this is the place to live for you and your family. Create that type of energy towards that one community and watch you get a few sales out of there. And then once you've mastered that community and they know you as the new home build guy, then you go to the next community and you're like, hey, listen, this community over here. I think that would be huge for any new agents or even seasoned agents out there to create something like that, which wouldn't take a lot of time. Do it would one just a take week. a little bit of effort. Yeah. One a week. You know, there you go, buddy. What I've done is that I, over the years, I've built relationships. So like on, in almost every community near me, from Leander all the way to Taylor, I have a sales rep in every community that I know pretty much. Um, they send me deals, updates, what, you know, specials I got going on on a weekly basis. And by, you know, reading that and knowing that I have the knowledge to share with my clients. And here's a perfect example. The other day, um, we went to go see, it was a really run down home, 300,000, one car garage resale that just was in really bad shape. And, uh, but they, they wanted it because of the price. Right. And so me, I knew that Lenar and Hutto you know, had a, a brand new home that was larger for 309,000 and they were given 8% concessions. And so like when I told him that his eyes, wow. And then, you know, we end up having an appointment over there this weekend. And, and so, uh, you know, by knowing what's out there, you can think on a dime and reflect that knowledge back to your clients and, and look like the hero and the go-to guy as well. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. 100%. So guys, listen, you know, the discussion here today is, you know, new builds versus resells. And the reality is, is, and this is my opinion, if you're listening to this, you might have a different opinion. But at the end of the day, if somebody is offering you uh, in the five interest rates, okay, or even even in the sixes, and your regular buyers are having to through regular loans, um, resales are having to pay 7%. And as, as I think the interest rates will continue to go up through this year. So within the next, you know, 90 days or so, why don't we put some focus on some of these new builds and go out there and build our pipelines for the Christmas and holidays, right? For the holidays. 
to where you actually have something going versus just saying, oh, man, like, you know, I lost on this offer, I lost on that offer, and literally go out and understand the builders in your local area. We're not asking you to drive 45 minutes away to a builder. There's plenty of builders in your area. Most most places have tons of these track builders, okay? Go out there, know your inventory, and let's make some new home sales. I mean, I think that's where the cheese is. And also our fiduciary responsibility for our clients is to find them the best, you know, the best home. Okay. And, and, and if, if they're giving better interest rates um, and these are and guys, correct me if I'm wrong, these are fixed interest rates. It's not like they're variable interest rates or anything like that. Right. Correct. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. So what they, they do is that they own half of the lending company and so by doing that, they can offer all these crazy incentives. And so they buy them down in bulk. Um, it's crazy. There you go. There you go. So you go, you go where the power is. And right now I feel just from what I'm feeling from the market is that the power is in the new home builds um, at the end of the day. So um, tip, tip of the day, guys, is to focus on these new builds. Go get, go get the cheese while it's moved. Okay. Now, the market Man, I got one more thing I'd like to add. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, so, you're good. you know, I know that we probably discussed listings to leads in the past, right? And so you can literally get the, you know, get permission, right, from the seller and uh, go to these new builds, the ones that have these listings that have been sitting there that they have listed on the MLS, you know, literally pull straight from the pictures on the MLS, the verbiage, everything, and market those new builds, get those leads, and uh, you know, see if you can get some deals out of it. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Josh, you got anything else you want to uh, add before we close out here? Yeah. Uh, know your market. I think that's the theme of the day is understand your market, understand new builds, what's going on around you, understand what they're offering. And if you are the professional and the most knowledgeable on these topics, you can succeed and get deals going. Absolutely. 100%. All right, everybody. Well, it was great uh, spending some time with you this morning, whether if you're in your car or your house or still laying in your bed, realtors, if you're doing that, you need to get your feet on the ground and get going and uh, put in the effort. And uh, we will be back next week with another podcast uh, for the No Agent Left Behind. And again, remember to reach out to Josh, me or Brian, if you have any questions. And we really appreciate you listening to our podcast. And y'all have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you soon.